Hey guys, welcome to the Live, Live, Play podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Kinsler, and on the show today, we have uh, Lee, the peacock, the bull, Gibson, who uh, is a coach here at FSM. Lee um, is on the show pretty much because generally we have a lot of banter just when we're working. So we thought we'd get him on, and hopefully this is the start of a beautiful uh, podcast friendship. Uh, where we'll be shooting shit and talking nonsense. You're listening to the Live, Live, Play podcast. Lee, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, boss. Thanks for getting me out of bed early on a Saturday morning. Yes, it is uh, half six in the a.m. on a Saturday. Best time to do podcasts. Um, Nobody to bother you. No one to bother you, except for this fella. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get into the show. So today, what we're actually going to be talking about, guys. Uh, firstly, and if you are not actually following us or it's your first time listening, don't forget to hit that uh, like and subscribe uh, button and leave a comment if you want us to talk about anything in particular. But um, for Lee, Lee's been... You've been with us now for how long? Three years. <clears throat> Three years. Sauntered off to the States. Uh, came back with a with a girl. Came back to the States, started uh, interning. Uh, has been working with us now for about a year and a half. A year and a half now? Yeah. yeah. Just... <clears throat> Maybe a little bit more than that. And... Um, but today we want to talk about like the, the the fallacy that is the fitness industry and what people think is going to happen and what actually is the real life aspect <laughs> of working in the fitness industry. So for you, what was um, firstly what um, what attracted you to the fitness industry to actually even start educating yourself? Um, so I always struggled with my weight, always since I was a kid. Um, so when I got an idea and I started training a bit, doing a bit with some friends, uh, lost a lot of weight then. And then I thought, actually, this is something I could really get into. But I was working in bars at the time and uh, was making a lot of money doing that. So, but I decided to make the change about four years ago. I did my PT certs and was like, oh, I can do it. But at the time, I was actually pretty high up in the company I was working for, so I would have taken a huge pay cut, couldn't justify it. But I started doing my PT and then I just got to the stage where the lifestyle of being a bartender wasn't sustainable anymore and yeah. I wanted to do something every day that didn't involve getting people drunk or hammered or cleaning up sick only if I made them sick. So I thought, you know what, like it's time to make the change. I loved being a member here, loved training here, loved yeah. the whole environment of everything that I did here. So I thought, look, just go for it, give it a chance to, to go and do it. And... Then when you when you, like before you actually like you signed either was it Elite Academy you yeah, went and trained with Sean and Jay yeah Sean and Jay um, so even before you decided to like start your course and become a personal trainer like what what was your initial thought I I remember what I was thinking when I was going into the fitness industry yeah uh, what was your initial thought because I think this is like now looking back on it I hilarious what I was thinking but what were you thinking when you were going into so, study like, when I thought I'd be like you'll start you'll 
like within a couple of weeks, you'll have like 10 clients charging 50 euro an hour. You'll work like four hours a day, making good money every week. You know, you work the hours you want, nice and handy. And I was like, and you're working in the gym. So I'm like, you have no excuse not to train. Turns out it's completely opposite. Takes a bit of time to build up your clientele. It really does. And it's about getting results with those clients to get more clients. So the best way for clients to come to you is referrals, I've found. But uh, then, then I found like the more hours you do in the gym, the more you don't want to train. Yeah. The more you want to just as soon as you get a chance, run out the door. Especially because I love training in a group when it comes to that time where I have a couple of hours free in the mid- middle of the day. There's no one around to train with. So like, I thought like you'd be in the gym, you'd be training with all your mates all the time, you'd be working, making loads of money. Now, money has steadily got better as I've worked and worked and worked and worked. But it's not like everyone betrays it. Like anyone I follow on Instagram, that's PTs and stuff. They betray the videos like savage lifestyle. Where yeah. They only work like two hours a day and they drive fancy cars and bullshit. Yeah. It's like, it's hours and hours of grinding. It's making, spending hours like pulling over like programs to make sure everything's right. Then it's trying to program out with a client and then realizing they can't do any of it and you have to start all again like it's yeah it, it's like i thought you know like yeah you just go in you just do it you know make up a couple of things and people will do it and it's great for them you make loads of money it's not like that yeah it's hard because <clears throat> i remember when i when i when i went in it was uh i honestly thought i was going to college to get shredded yeah. i actually think i actually i gained more weight in college <laughs> from really bad lifestyle i think the fitness in 2000 between 2000 and 2003 the three years that i was there the um we were the most piss heads that you could imagine us and the 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 ballet girls oh no the nurses us and the, the fitness and the nurse girls uh, we were the, or the sorry not nurse girls beauty girls were the piss heads uh which was kind of strange more guys in my year smoked <laughs> so during fitness classes we the lad well I would sorry I'd, but the lads oh, be outside having a smoke. Um, but yeah, I was the same as you. I got my first job. I was like, yeah, like if I get five clients a day, five days a week, that's like sixty grand a year. Oh, I'm winning. And then I was the most what well, at the t- at the time because you're fresh out of college, you're certified, you know everything. So you're number one, and you are the most qualified coach that no one's ever heard of. You've no understanding of actual real life people, and yeah, the and so I've like obviously I've gone through a lot of years of just doing like the general gym jobs and making basic money, and then like sometimes making good money with different companies. And it is it, it there is a uh, you get sold a delusion of these influencers, and a lot of those influencers and stuff on social media are full of shit because if you look at actually guys that are very um, profitable in their companies and doing well and living an actual honest lifestyle, they will tell you that it's a grind. It is a hard work. And like one thing you said is that when you are in the fitness industry and you do train in a group environment, the times you have off, there is no one around. Mm, So you have to train your own. That's a big thing. And I found really in the ramp up towards Christmas last year that like, the more hours I picked up, the less I wanted to train, the less I wanted to be here yeah. to train. 
and I really fell off the wagon. Now I've come back and I've sent myself goals like, you know, any chance I get to get out of here that doesn't involve training, I'll yeah. go home. Like in the mornings, I used to just sit around and wait for the next class. Now I live five minutes away, yeah. so I go home, I have my breakfast, and just have a little bit of headspace. It's making a massive difference. I've been consistently training now since I've come back. Yeah. And weight's starting to come off again, body fat's coming down. Hopefully, now I'll get the 90 kilos and be yeah. rock solid. You know, we let the rock set weight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Again, back to the delusion aspect of the fitness industry. <laughs> I trained like the rock for a day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and like, I like again, I've been there, I, so many coaches have been there. Um, that you do, you, you get, you get, um, it's burnout, it's burnout from like, I know if you love what you do, if you, if you do what you love every day, you'll never work a day in your life. That's bullshit because you still have to go to work. Yeah. You still have to do the day-to-day things. There's classes that are just hard to coach because you're tired. Like even you were saying the other day, you were you were, you were wrecked one morning. Mm. Uh, you just you just it was a hard just it was hard to just motivate yourself just to to get it done. And people, as much as like we say, like when you're going out there, you get one hour to impact a lot of people. You get one hour to make their day better. But some days you're having a bad day, yeah. and, and it's hard to. And then the, the group environment and the clients you work with can turn that day around for you because you're having a bad day and then you, because you, you do that repeatedly for them. Um, it's kind of like you feed off their energy as well. You get some days that like, when I was feeling kind of shitty the other morning, like I told the guys, I guys, don't want to be shouting and everyone to listen to me. Yeah. And the first thing they all said, ooh, we're going to break lead today. And I was just like, oh. I was like, I, was like, I have to be cheery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then that actually helped. Yes. It does. Because yeah. I didn't want to let them make me snap. Yeah. Because like, like half five in the morning, like I'm usually the energizer, but yeah. you know, like bouncing around the class, checking on everyone. And so then I was like, I can't. I can't. And then I kept, and it helped, it helped me come back then. Like after the first two classes, then I was fine for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. And that, that really makes it, I find that when I train in the mornings, I'm set up for the day, I'm more mentally focused. I don't particularly like training in the mornings, but mm. it really say, if I say I'm going to train like a 12 or one or two, I just, I drag, drag the day to training and then I try to contemplate how not to train yeah. and try and throw excuses in. But then that's one of the reasons why I hired you guys. I hired you as a coach for 10 weeks um, I'm on week 8 now with Dave and then I'll be working well I'll be working on my own until Reen finishes school and then I'll be working with Reen and then Alex and then back to, to you um, so when it comes to uh, your training like so here's a th- here's another thing that I find uh, uh, hilarious in the fitness industry is that everyone thinks that all trainers are jacked and shredded not everyone is genetically gifted to be there and some people just have a different path like you you would have mobility issues right definitely 100 percent. and we've worked since you've started your mobility has gotten so much better and there's still a long way to go 100 um and then obviously as you say like you, you gain weight you're you're, you're trying to like drop the weight again but you're you're a bigger guy naturally mm. uh i would be a bigger guy naturally um reen would be as well um so He's getting too fucking lean, though. Well, you see, he, he started yeah, doing yeah. all this when he's 13 seen, years of age. Yeah, I, like, I seen him the other day. I was like, Jesus, your chest getting big there. He's like, is it? I hadn't noticed. I was like, oh. Yeah, he doesn't buy those titles from nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, but I find that 
no, taking nothing away from a guy that is aesthetic or a girl that is aesthetically pleasing and does look athletic, um, I think it helps you um, work with clients better that are struggling mentally with their weight. Because as we spoke about before, some people are actually nervous just to, they feel so bad about themselves. They're actually that nervous about taking a step to want to feel good. Uh, working with someone who's just so jacked and so shaded, and you can never really relate. Like, yeah. Who's never struggled. Yeah. And I find, for me, it's very easy for me to talk to a lot of clients who are struggling with their weight or having yeah. like emotional issues because I've been there. I was that fat guy. I was the fat guy in, in the friends. I was always the friend of all the girls because I was the fat guy. That changed. But it's hard. Yeah. And it's 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 hard. The hardest thing for me was actually getting help to kind of make that change. And yeah. It was only for a friend helping me that I actually make change and start doing things because I'd given up when I was about 19. I just decided that I was going to be that fat guy forever. Yeah. Until a friend actually gave me the help in hand, pushed me to go to some classes. Yeah. And then from there, I found that I actually wasn't too bad and just started pushing. And that's it. And it's 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 just it's trying to find out where you are and again i spoke i spoke to a a member about this yesterday actually and we were talking about body image and that um you the there's certain looks that we used to all assume were part of the fitness industry or part of being healthy and now what's coming about is that people are understanding that being fit and healthy doesn't necessarily mean six-pack abs for a lot of people to have six-pack abs actually be Technically, un- it would actually be very unhealthy for them to get there because their body is—they're not built like that. I think like I've always wanted to have a six pack, and I always said if I got a six pack for a week, I'd take four years worth of pictures and post one every week. But for me, for me, six pack I think is like I think it'd be achievable, but I would have to stop living my life. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to like I love food. I love all sorts of food, variety, spicy. I like everything I'll try it I love it um, and that's that's a big thing for me is um, self control when it comes to yeah. food and now I've been keeping a nutrition journal so I'm a lot more conscious about what I put in I still have my bad days I still have to put stuff in that I'm not proud of Mars Duo but hard about Mars Duo when you think there's one gone there's another one left um, but it's hard and I, I, I get the struggle of people who can't do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. We have a client here and she's having the exact same trouble as, as like I'd have self-control. And it's small, winnable battles. Like this week I sent myself a personal <coughs> goal because my favourite snack now is turning me with sweets is sourdough bread and red pepper hummus. Love it. So, but I was eating way like I'd eat half a pan in two days. Yeah. So, what I've done this week is I sent myself a goal, no bread. Now, I had a slice of bread last night when I came home just because I was tired. Quick slice of bread with some hummus and then I had spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. Boom. That was <coughs> but one slice of bread in the week gone from, say, 15. Yeah. Normally, so it's about small, achievable things you can tackle week to week. I think it's going to be the best way to approach it. I think trying to drastically change your lifestyle. Like, I, I've done where personal trainers give me a nutrition plan and you can follow this and you don't deviate from this and... Like, don't get me wrong, I've done it for like four weeks. And then, you know, someone's standing in front of you with her, like a Snickers or something, you grab it out of her hand, give me that sugar. <laughs> so, it, but uh, it's hard. It is, and the, the sustainable aspect of, like, those diets, like training like a bodybuilder, eating like a bodybuilder, um, 
it doesn't work for everybody and then you have all the different types of diets you have uh, like the the uh, paleo keto, keto intermittent fasting water diet vegan no, I, vegetarian I think, no, they all have their place I'll stop you there I think intermittent fasting is a very sustainable diet yeah a very because it's not really a diet it's just a scheduled eating time yeah Okay. intermittent fasting because you're not restricting yourself on calories or what you can actually eat and it doesn't mean that you can eat six pizzas in the time that yeah. you have to eat but what happens in that time if you're doing a 16 hour split gives your digestive system a bit of time to recover helps your body with a thing called autophagy mm. so it's about regeneration of cells for your body also puts you into a higher fat burning zone yes. now take some time to get there like to get comfortable waiting that 16 hours to eat and then when you get that time to eat it's good. But I did it intermittent fasting for six weeks and I saw really good results. Yeah. So why wasn't it sustainable? Oh, because I went away on holidays. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean? That's not, I, love, I love when someone tells me that they're adamant about a diet and then I go, yeah, what no, happened? But it, it, is completely, uh, <clears throat> it is completely sustainable. It's probably the easier yeah. of most diets because you're just not consuming food at a certain time. It's not that you're trying to replace food or remove food from your diet. You're allowed to eat healthily. But the other aspect, and I just, I, this little tidbit on intermittent fasting. Yeah, as Lee alluded to, it doesn't mean you have an eight-hour window to eat shit. It means that you still eat healthy in that eight-hour window. Yeah. You're just not eating as much. Exactly. As like, some people are like, oh yeah, like I can eat what I want. No, you can't. <laughs> Two liters of Coke and a pizza. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's not the, no. the design of it. Um, but yeah, all the different like diets, but like, what right now because i see a lot of stuff <clears throat> like obviously we follow a lot of different people on instagram and facebook and just in general youtube and all that what pisses you off in the fitness industry i have a list as long as my arms be honest with <clears throat> what gets your go um not even on instagram i always like to pick up when i'm in a shop i always pick up an issue of men's health just, I, I used to be a subscriber myself all right or muscle I, media no if um, you remember muscle media like like and comment, Muscle Media, uh, what's Sean Phillips and Bill Phillips. Right, and what bugs me about this is they always put up these like celebrity workouts. Yes. All right, they're like, Chris Hemsworth, celebrity workout. This is what Chris Hemsworth does to look like Thor. But it also doesn't tell you that Chris Hemsworth has one of the best personal trainers in the world. He has a dietitian, a personal chef, a sleep coach. He has everything the best of money can buy. That's why Chris Hensworth gets that results with that workout, if he does that workout, which he probably doesn't. You know what I mean? He probably just signs his name to that workout for men's health for that reason. Because when you look at these workouts, it's like a 25 minute workout to look like that. As much as we like to think that works, it doesn't. But yeah, I... I, It's it's, it's feeding people bullshit to make it feel like it's accessible for them. When he's really not doing what they're doing from that magazine. Chris Hemsworth... Any any celebrities, I'm just using, like, That's we'll have the name of yeah, good going. We'll have like chef, like nutritionist, you know, everything you could possibly think of to make things go right for them. Me as an Irish poor person, I don't have that. You know what I mean? I just gotta work with what I got, make better choices I can make. I'm my own chef. Put your dad hand in the kitchen as well. Oh, make a mean chicken curry. Well, it should be easy for you, is that? <laughs> ah, yeah, but like sometimes it's fun to cook bad stuff. I'm just, I'm just trying to find a guy who literally like rips people apart. Well, not rips. He does a lot of factual stuff. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, I get like, because, and here's your thing about what you're saying about, um, oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, I got him. No, about Thor, right? So, um, also, he's getting paid, what, 10 million to be big. Yeah. Like, if you came to me and go, hey, Steve, I'm going to give you 10 million. You got six months to get checked. I'm like, okay, no problem. Yeah, Because but- I'd have the money to hire all those guys. And and then I'm gonna make like ten million plus whatever I'm gonna make on after that because I'm getting jacked. But if you ever notice from between actually one film Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth did was Thor, and then he did some whaling film. I don't know what that was, and he was like masticated, like he was skinny. He was like uh, because he had to starve himself. <clears throat> so looking like and then even if you you talk to even if you watch like a uh, Hugh Jackman or any of those guys talking about uh, Henry Cavill. Um, about training and to have the pump on the day they're like water fasting for three days to get shredded they have headaches it's not like for that epic scene where he pops his top yeah it's not actually that was like a lot of prepping just to be that shredded and it's not sustainable but if you i watched uh henry cavill uh, for men's health video i think it was men's health video and he was doing his training. But if you ever follow him on Instagram, and I'm, I admire him because of his... Firstly, he's a very handsome man. I'm going to say he's, that. He's, he's a man. very handsome he's man. He's a good choice to Superman. Susan thinks there's something there between me and him. Like, maybe me, not him. He follows me on Instagram, sure. Oh, yeah, on his yeah, fake yeah. account. Yeah. Um, but his training, like, he gets up every... Like, when he posts, like, he's always doing fasted cardio. Mm. And then he's in the gym. Like, and he's he does that consistently. But it's to most people. Firstly, that's a that's boring. It's hard work. Yeah. And mentally to. tough. And people want to get like that's what I used to always say that when people say because we live in Bray, uh, I want Katie Taylor's body, and I'm like, are you willing to give me six hours a day and give up everything? No, you can't get it in a forty five minute spin class <laughs> or pump class or any class. Bet you can get it in Zumba. You can get it. Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> But one of the guys I was talking about there, um, I love watching his videos. Uh, I'll put his link in, Shredded Sports Science on YouTube. Check this guy out. Firstly, he's hilarious. Uh, but he does a lot of facts on, he did a, he does a video on uh, athlete training and stuff like that. Really, really good. Uh, I <clears throat> I think it's amazing. Uh, but for me, what's pissing me off in the fitness industry is all this, uh, it, it's more on the business end. It's like I've got all these people that have, gyms now are telling you how to make money but they they're not living the life of riley and oh or like we i got a i got a, a beautiful brochure from a company which you know who i'm talking about about how to um a, a business mentoring from oh. uh, my very good friend and i my opinion is, is that i tell you what i do have a business mentor and you know what i do i work with him because I know exactly his revenue. Well, I don't know exactly. He would never tell me exactly. But I know how much money he makes on average. And I know how and he's helping me make more money for by providing a better service for clients. But yeah, there's, there's so much stuff that's out there. And here's the new thing. And I've been here. Dan John said it to us. And I've heard it it's ever since. I, either, either it's like, you know, when you buy a car and then you see that car on the road. It could be something like that. But isometrics, fuck me, is <laughs> everyone go? Yeah, hold your like, tension on. Isometric training is really good, and we do it for our strongman, like uh, sandbag walks, farmers uh, carries, all that stuff. That's where I like to put my isometric training. 
But wait till you see. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to become like this new program. Or no, you see, it would beat you even better. Pay me $99 and I'll give you 1,000 workouts. <laughs> oh, no. 1,000 bodybuilding workouts. 1,000 CrossFit workouts. This is a new ad that's been promoted. This guy's written all these programs. Because that's what you do. Pay me 99 Now, he'll probably sell because marketing is constantly there. I uh, have <clears throat> Oh, this is on the on Elite Instagram. Are you on Elite Instagram? It's where me and Henry Cavill hang. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not for us It's where these jack lads hang. <laughs> Don't worry, you on it. He's shredded. Yeah. I'm, I'm an influencer. Oh, yeah. I'm the next I'm the next big thing at 30, when I turn 38. 26 more days. 38 oh, years God. of age. I am old. So old. Yeah. Decade older than you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on because we're just... 30 minutes in um is the fitness industry for everybody <clears throat> no i know a lot of people like i get up at 20 past four in the morning i love getting up early i i'm very indifferent about it on my days off i like to sleep in and by sleeping i sleep in at seven o'clock in the morning that's that's me sleeping in <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> because i'm so used to getting up every morning at 20 past four it's my lying now, like I slept at six, oh, quarter to six this morning. I was like, ooh. <laughs> the next hour in bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I, I get up, I come to work at five o'clock in the morning. I go home at 12 for a couple of hours, unless I have PTs in the middle of the day. And then I'm back here at four o'clock most days till nine o'clock at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot that's, of, that's the hours of the fitness industry. And a lot of people I know would not do that. They would jump ship. They, they're not willing to grind that many hours a day and put into work and so, oh, like for the first six months I worked there I didn't get paid or anything I just no. came in and I did the work and I proved myself I earned my spot okay, any, if there was any extra things that needed to be done I put my hand up straight away and I jump in and do it because I've always had a strong work ethic I've always liked to get stuck in and do work and work hard and do a good job so for a lot of people fitness industry like they think it would be for them it's not a cushy number. Well, it's it's not it's not a cushy number um, for most people. Uh, a few a few kind of outliers there would be, um, but as you said, work ethic and that's another thing is that I only I only reward work ethic and you know like like I will like we you you, you know what you can get to. You start off with nothing and then we're getting it and we're building it and we're building it and we're building it and if you turn up that's great but if you provide a better if you give me 51 percent, you'll definitely get a bigger return in the long term like dave's been with me <clears throat> seven years he started off i think he was a year and a half uh unpaid intern uh because he was coming from like really raw and i was a raw coach coaching mm. um my first intern so dave was my first intern and then moving on to obviously we had then it's sarah and sue and reen and yourself and alex and so I think work ethic is a big part of being in the fitness industry, um, and it is. It's it, it's a, it's a bit of a slog, but the reward there is a reward at the end if you do put in your uh, due diligence and you do put the work in. There will be the reward there because as more as you build your reputation, you'll have more people wanting to work solely with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I did eight weeks or ten weeks with Lee um, while I was rehabbing and Quite never miss a session. Dave, never misses. Wow! <laughs> oh, drop. Jeez. Never, never miss a session. Um, 
and got me back to where I need to be. I followed, like, got my program. Some workouts were were, 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 were interesting and tough. Uh, that burpee fucking box jump wall ball thing. It's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Sometimes I over-exaggerated what I had to do. Uh, what I taught what I can do and what my body can do are two different things. Um, but, like, I have, I have no problem referring Lee for clients now. And any, you've had, like... You've held on to most of your PTs since you started here. Yeah. And that's a testament because a lot of PTs might start but holding on to PTs for six months up to a year. That's pretty decent in regards to being a trainer, and especially still kind of a new trainer mm. in the fitness industry. Um, but guys, hopefully we're going to have Lee a couple of times now on the show. We're kind of going to make the Steen Lee show. Uh, we have really good topics. We just have to really get our words right. Uh, we'll put it to you. How do you feel about that transgender woman smashing all the weightlifting records in New Zealand? Yeah. We know how we feel. Mm-hmm. And we would like to find out how you feel. We are going to touch on this, but we have to make sure I am very politically correct because I'm very blunt. Yeah. So we're going to do our research and we're going to have a fat chat about this. Yeah. And it's kind of, is it the demise of female sports? I, I, I think that that's where it can go. Um, but I'd love to get people's opinions. But yeah, that's a, that'll be a topic. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it properly because we understand that it is like a, a, a real a real issue and a real topic for people on on both sides um, of the spectrum. There, so we're not going to we're not gonna just be kind of just like slating, sl- it. slating it. But we're gonna give us the the proper like research into what we know, and then we're gonna throw a show on that. So guys. If you like the show, please like and subscribe. <coughs> clear my throat. If you like the show, please like and subscribe. Check us out on we're on Podbean, we're on YouTube, we are on Spotify, and always be a line, never be a sheep. We're out. Oh, that's terrible. I know. That's yeah. Terrible. That's I know. Actually, and the camera just went off. <laughs> <laughs>